Holland Coast. <laughs> So, yeah. Or just start here. I like jumping no, yeah. in. No, no yeah, I mean yeah. like start the the edit. Like oh, start, the, <laughs> start yeah. the podcast like this. No, yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, when you hear it, that your first words will be uh, in post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is Unsigned 518. See, I really am starting it here. Hell Unsigned yeah. 518. Um, I am here. Uh, do you prefer Caitlin or Kate? I don't care. You don't care. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then I'm going to go with Caitlin. Um, but yeah, we're in... In your living room mm-hmm. in uh, the lovely city of Troy. And I was just saying that I used to live in Troy and I used to hang out at a couple of the bars. Uh, two of the bars, you know, which two, the ones that we just walked past, yeah. I used to frequent yeah. both of them about two decades ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're here to talk about you and your music. Yeah. Um, in, in one way or another, we don't have to, like I said, this isn't an interview. I don't have any, uh, I don't have anything planned. If we want to talk about things like synchronicity, mm-hmm. like we were talking about when I forgot yeah. my AA batteries, we can do that too. So We went for a walk and we were covering um, AI and God and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's been a It's been an interesting 20 minutes, yeah. But it started because I'm wearing my replacements shirt mm-hmm. and... It's, you know, who the fuck is Tommy Stinson? And a lot of people probably don't know who Tommy Stinson is. True. And I got in my car to drive down here and I live up in Schuylerville. So it's a little bit of a little bit of a drive, like 45 minutes. And I'm like, I'm going to put on a podcast. And I put on a podcast about the replacements because I'm like, well, shit, since I'm wearing my Tommy Stinson. And I literally didn't even think that he produced your record <laughs> until we were walking and i was like oh shit and i like kind of felt like the kid that wears the uh band that he's going to see to the concert you know <laughs> what i mean like i was kind of like oh fuck like i didn't mean to wear that i didn't mean to wear the tommy stinson shirt yeah, but yeah. like it it just happened which got us talking about synchronicity so yeah um and what you know some of the stuff that we we're we don't need to re-go over the stories that we were talking about mm-hmm. but uh I think people would like to hear a little bit about the recording with Tommy Stinson. And for yeah. those who don't know, uh, he was the bass player of The Replacements, who are in my top 10 of yeah. all time Hugely favorite bands. Hugely influential for me. Yeah. And the first, like I was saying, the first, you know, Stink and Sorry Ma, Forgot mm-hmm. to Take Out the Trash, are like always in rotation and have been for 35 mm-hmm. years of my life. Like, yeah. you know, and I still listen to them all the time. They're amazing. But anyway, yeah. So Tommy produced um your full it was our full length um and it's our currently our only full length i never know like i never know what decision to make on that with like it should just be singles honestly because at this point that's getting your spotify listens up if you just release singles not to like jump into it as a business perspective but like if you just if somebody sees you and you fucking brought down the house and they go to check you out and you only have one song they're gonna listen to it people would have patience to do that um and we have like we've put out a lot of material so i think like our you know it just it spreads out the listens and it's it's annoying because it's hard to get paid right <laughs> but yeah uh so recording with tommy was super cool um it was very diy um we spent a lot of time like hanging out and drinking. I think we actually only tracked for like the last two days of the <laughs> nice, week. <laughs> nice. And I, so it was a, a whole week experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we got to stay at a really cool um, apartment uh, like inside of, I think the, Hel- is it Helsinki? Is that the, well, no, Helsinki's on the outskirts. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it's called. Um, but yeah, so we like, we're kind of like, 
ghosts backstage there we could like kind of pop over and and check that out um it was a super fun week recording's always really bonding um tommy was a great producer like he got us out of our heads he sometimes put us into our heads um he needed to be yeah he was just really he's he's an incredible producer he had us like made sure we were looking at each other well we were because we track we track everything initially live and then just overdub guitars and vocals yep but um yeah like that was just like the concept of that was never something we had considered and now sometimes we employ that when we're practicing as well just like it's it's kind of goofy but it's also like if you're looking at each other you're probably gonna probably gonna be able to intuit a little bit more yeah and i mean i do like because i play bass and like me and my drummer look at each other well we look at each other so lovingly but like (laughs) we you know we'll look at each other because i basically just you know i use a pick when i play Mm -hmm. and i do like a lot of eighth notes and i basically just either watch him or i'll watch his foot if i can see his foot i'm just like "Mm, there it is you know i have a visual but i've never thought about like connecting yeah like on a connective level i was using it more in a utilitarian way i guess you know because i'm a metronome nerd oh yeah we are too we we yeah we play to clicks a lot uh i practice to a click but um me too i would say that that's probably one of the most interesting things about candy ambulance is that we're i think the friendship is what is very palpable with us we've been like i mean we we moved in together after like a month of playing in a band i couldn't I could barely fucking play guitar. I don't know why they would join a band with me. They were, I like started pretty much four. like, I'd always known like five chords. Well, that's um, what you need. That's two more oh than the Ramones, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no shame. I, um, but yeah, it was like this just instant connection, connection. We all moved in together. Um, and we lived together up until, I mean, even a couple of months ago, uh, John, the drummer, was my upstairs neighbor. Okay. And Jesse and I had lived together here in this apartment that we're in for many years. Um, and Jesse and I used to actually be engaged. Um, really? Yeah. If you, that actually, that flying V behind you. Um, okay. That was how he proposed. Yeah, I saw him like leaning down by the trunk uh, of the car and I walked around. I'm like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And he was like, "Instead of opening a ring box, he opened like my because I, I always told him I wanted a flying bee when I was little because I had a Barbie that had one." <laughs> um, and yeah, so he got me like, my like dream guitar. It's a it's a really cool guitar. You can if you want to look at it later. You're more yeah, than welcome yeah, to. It's it's super sick. Um, but uh, yeah, so and and like you know we experienced a breakup and John was on the he was a part of that as well because right. he's it's his business partners dealing with something personal um jesse and i are like each other's emergency contacts like we share a dog i think we're all we're all airport friends we're all people who will like drive you to the airport at 5 a.m like even if it's like a couple hours drive or an hour drive but or that's whatever. i mean that's a bu- that's something special that uh, you know again that foundation mm-hmm. is yeah. It's gonna gonna change the dynamics of a band where a ripple isn't gonna necessarily change that yeah. because it's not gonna affect your friendship and your friendship is the band and yeah. vice versa kind of thing. So. And we've been together for eight years and like I would say to- like touring seriously for six years and 
I haven't, I don't think I've never made a personal relationship with one person last that long. So like doing it with two people is really astounding and humbling. And it's, it's just, it's a really cool dynamic. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's a cool way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I know we didn't discuss this, this earlier, but I would like to, um, play some music of yours. Yeah. So you basically get, like you want to cover it? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, may, you know, maybe I, I would. Um, but no, we'll, we'll, you know, plug something in, in yeah. post-production. So like basically anything of your catalog that you want to hear, um, you know, whether it's something new or something old, then we can listen to something newer later in the show. Cool. We can do, you know, two things off a of hard boiled. You can do, because the year anniversary has got to be coming up for that. Yeah. I, oh, yesterday. Like, <laughs> oh, was it really? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Synchronicity. Like, yeah, it really is. Maybe man. not the release. Um, maybe the, I oh, know it must have been the release. Because, yeah, because we recorded in November. <laughs> I don't even know when I released my own music. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, that's the sign of a true rock star. To yeah. Just be like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Okay. Um, but so we can play a song now, mm-hmm. and we can play whatever song you want. And cool. We can either talk about it leading into the song, or we can play the song for the folks and then talk about it coming out. You know, your your call. I know what I want to start with. Okay. Road Valium. Nice. <laughs> I, okay. Well, we'll we'll definitely talk about. There's some things to talk about. In that, oh, uh, yeah. in that vein after that. So, yeah, we'll put on Road Valium, and then we'll be uh, right back with Caitlin Barker on Unsigned 518. Road Valium, that was Road Valium uh, 
like candy ambulance and I, I don't suggest road volumes, but you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not here to preach. You know, you can do whatever you want. We're so dumb with our <laughs> names of our songs. They're no. so dumb. Um but anyway, so road volume is the one that we were also discussing the word diegetic, uh-huh. which is a not a word that was just like in my vocabulary, but I heard it on a podcast. Mm-hmm. But diegetic is music in a movie that the character in the movie is actually hearing. So Road Valium was a diegetic tune in, uh, well, it was called Pam and Tommy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so what it was set, it was coming out of Seth Rogen's headphones, uh-huh. correct? Yes. Yeah. And how did that come, how did that come about? Like, that's huge. Yeah. And it felt really huge. Okay. So we're with a licensing company called Crucial Music. It's a submission um based so any musicians out there looking to place music just it's crucialmusic.com and you can submit three songs at one time and then there's somebody reviews it and they'll say yes or no so i think we have like i think we have like nine songs in their catalog at this point but we actually just everything all uh, all three of the recent uh songs that we just submitted all got rejected so it was like kind of one of those moments of like, uh, again, humility where like I was like, oh, they'll take it. It's in the bag. And the guy who the guy who does the listening for them has actually per- like personally reached out to us and was like, you guys stick out. And I, all I do is listen to music like I listen to music all day, every day. And he's like, your stuff is a little a little personal for for placing. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, because well, it's I feel like it's very specific, like a specific lens. I kind of would like to get more into like pop writing because i think that would sell more um and not that i'm like well i do want to sell out i just uh, <laughs> i just want to i just want to um be be paid to make music i don't really want anything more um sure. i love touring that's one of my favorites touring music videos and then just like i i love the idea of like p- of placing songs of having something that the three of us made be uh a way that we make money it's just a really cool a cool concept um but yeah so everybody submit submit to crucial um and know that they do reject you sometimes <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, that's okay i'm used to rejection keep submitting time, yeah. okay yeah so this is speaking back to um so crucial placed us it was our first placement with them so we didn't really know like how, like what the money meant and it seemed like a lot of money to us so we get that email and it's like okay it's gonna be x amount of dollars it's gonna be in this episode of Pam and Tommy on Hulu. And then we looked that up and we're like, holy shit, it's it's Seth Rogen, Nick Offerman, Sebastian Stan, Lily James. Like, uh, whoa, this is going to be huge for us. So yeah, the expectation w- uh, for the money, we're like, it's got to be, it's got to be a chunk. I'm like, I wonder if it'll be like, the the ender like you know like the the the, cl- the credits that would be like the coolest thing ever like and when you the didn't subtitles know no idea at all no idea so in the subtitle yeah yeah okay so no idea so we post about it without knowing what it's gonna be we had a party not a lot of people came but we like had like a viewing party and <laughs> legit you can it's imperceptible you can barely hear us so it was like this blow of like man I really I really thought that was going to like do like that was going to be the thing to get me to the place of just getting paid. I don't want anything other than to like make what I'm art, what I'm making now right. as a waitress, but not having to, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's, that's my, that's my only goal. Um, cause it would create more time 
to do the thing that I want to do. Um, so yeah, so it, it was just like one of those smacks in the face of like, you think you're at one spot or you think something's going to happen. And then it's like, not the expectation one lady found us from the uk she was like really? uh john and jesse and i argue about whether or not she actually meant our band like they're like <laughs> they're like she probably was looking for a different song <laughs> but she said she like like had to find it like scrolled read it like for it and came to us so so, so obviously someone knew it was us and put that on right. reddit because she found us through that but they don't think they don't think she heard the song. Um, <laughs> well, you know, maybe she digs it now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably, it, it probably like had her check us out at least. Yeah. Um, and we did, we did just get another email from Crucial that we got placed in a, um, like an indie horror movie. Um, no. so I feel like that, that even feels like cooler to me because it's probably gonna be a little more personal to somebody who's like at our level, like. Right. Seth Rogen doesn't give a shit that he was listening to Candy right. Ambulance yeah. for two seconds and some headphones. Well, <laughs> and I would, I really, I hope it's like during like a murdery scene. I would love to see people getting stabbed like to the chorus, <laughs> which is like, I'm in bed with <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. I could see, I can see I it. I see that too. I can see it happening. And just people getting stabbed. People getting stabbed. I love it. I'm a, I'm a horror guy. Like it. Yeah. I do like, I do like, I like horror movies, but I am so, I get so scared. Like I can't mm. sleep. I, oh, no. oh yeah. I'll use it. You see uh, my, my apartment for reference, everybody is very, it's tiny. Um, and I will, if I watch a scary movie, I'll use a flashlight to go to the bathroom. It's like crossing like one room, literally. Like I can see my bathroom from my bedroom. Yeah, see, that and doesn't sound fun. Like I like uh, getting scared, but yeah. I think one of the reasons I like getting scared is because I know that it's, you know, safe. There's yeah. nothing that's going to happen. So like if it, it triggered a feeling of yeah. unsafe, I would hate it. Intellectually, <laughs> I know. Right. Intellectually, I know. Um, But yeah, there's just, and maybe that, maybe tickling that like uh, willing to believe that like there's forces or like something right. something out there that right. can get me like i i like to to play with that i like to look into just the connectivity of us of let's it's why i like spirituality um yeah. like the energy is available like i fucking i love plants i always feel like plants are like so well i mean they do release oxygen and like some, yeah you know, they're a, a yeah. living a living thing that yeah. you need to interact with in order to so yeah, I believe in that. I'm a I'm a feng shui guy. Yeah. Like oh. I, you know, I definitely believe in where you put things. You know, and I'll put something whenever I get something new, mm-hmm. like decorative. Mm-hmm. I always just put it in the first place that comes to mind. Yeah. Knowing damn well that it is not going to stay there. I you know what I, I mean. I like um I triangulate. I move this back because my phone's here. Uh, but that also forms a triangle. I try I triangle everything. Okay. I um it's like intentional. I, they're offset triangles because I think there's like some beauty in like non symmetry but i i discovered this about myself that i like keep things in like a a triangle form or or just um as as minimal i like i would prefer like a space house where everything sucks into the walls when i'm not using it like i could see that yeah i mean i i like i like having my creative space Mm -hmm. like a you know i things have to be weird for me to create like it has to be dark when it's noon and sunny out you know so i've got like blackout windows and disco lights and fog machines and strobe lights and mm. all these things and that's that's where i'm at my happiest i think yeah it's chaotic but it, it makes sense to me I hey, guess. as long as it works for your brain yeah. don't yuck anybody's yum folks <laughs> 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 I, I love that 
Um, so I guess we're we're at the point now where we should probably play another Candy Ambulance tune. Oh, baby. Um, and again, you don't necessarily have to do anything off a of hard-boiled. You can pick anyone that you want. Um, you know, it's it's totally yours. You can take a moment to think of it. I think Tremantic. Because Road Valium is pretty, pretty plucky and and fun. I mean, lyrically, not at all, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. I love my... Actually, all three of ours. Boys, I'm so sorry. I, it's like I'm talking from my own lens. <laughs> um, boys and Candy Ambulance, not the general boys. Um, <laughs> but uh, I love pop music. So do the boys. They're like... They introduced me to like the Beatles, honestly. I g- grew up in... W- with a lot of country music. Really? So, yeah. I wouldn't have pegged that. I still love it. Like, 80s and 90s country is, like, a huge, hmm. huge thing for me. I love, love it. I, call me crazy, but, um, yeah. So, and I think I, I think I do kind of, like, write in that style, which is, again, like, just, it's just ultra pop. It's, like, like, all of that music is just meant to be, like, poppy. And I think that we kind of write in, like, a poppy style, but there's, like... There's some sort of edge to it that like where I will we get the like people call us punk. And I think we're like the furthest thing, which but it's OK. I think punk could also just be a state of mind. Yeah. And punk is also I mean, just like every genre, mm-hmm. the term broadens by the day. You know yeah. I mean? Like, you yeah. Know, 30 years ago, if you said punk, you would be talking about someone with a mohawk or actually 40 years. Ago, yeah. You're talking about someone. But now when you say punk, you could be talking about, you know. Blink One Eighty Two, yeah. Like, and you know, to me, they're a pop band, right. which is fine. Oh yeah, no, know, totally th- exactly. Fine, but th- they don't seem like punk to me. Yeah, you know, like they're a pop band, which is again totally fine. I like Blink One Eighty Two, but I find that interesting. Your reaction to me saying that we're not punk because it looked like you were like, yeah, you fucking are. Um, uh, no, and no. Then, but then like, yeah, because bl- I think we're probably more like Blink One Eighty Two or more like Green Day. Or like Nirvana, like Nirvana anybody who was like a, working in like that like, pop and like an early realm. like pre Butch Vig Nirvana, I would say, you know, like the Incest Society EP, mm-hmm. like you know those things yeah. with like the more raw sound. Like I, I definitely get that in a yeah. lot of your song, and it's funny because I just the other day, what what it's in another synchronicity, I was thinking about that. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I wonder wonder how much Nirvana influences in uh, there. Haha, ha, would uh, you like to hear? I want to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But I'll let you finish your question. Okay. I just interrupted you. <laughs> um, but then I recognized, that, you know, while I was like listening to um, some of your music, I recognized the line about the dead guy says, as defense, he's neutered in Spain. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was just like, son of a bitch. Oh, like, yeah. I was laying it, it all out right there. Right there. I was laying know? it all like, out there. Um, also, yeah, I will straight up. I'm, I like have no problem sharing this. Like when I want to write a song and I want it to be in the vein of where I'm feeling like I have the, a similar energy, I will look it up. I will learn how to play that song and I will just steal it. Like not, not, not directly, directly, but I will steal, like, I'll be like, okay, I want to look at how you wrote that song. I want to look at the perspective and then take it and figure it out in my own way. Um, and so like, I love, I love taking lines. I love taking lines from other people. Um, in, in, um, weekday, I say, um, I'm messing around with your daughter because her love is such a sweet thing, which is like, and it has such a sweet. I don't know if I know that one. You know, it's Crimson and Clover. I took it from. Oh. I took it from Crimson <laughs> and Clover. Isn't that the one where he uses the tremolo on yeah, his yeah, voice yeah. at the end? I remember when I was a little kid. I was, I was like, "That's the coolest fucking thing ever." How did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> 
Right, crimson and clover. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, I feel like that's totally fine. I think I got off topic though. Um, nerve. Oh yeah. Probably. We, My it favorite happens topic. all the time. <laughs> so I like I said, '90s country like was the whole jam until I was like 12 and I got my hands on a Nevermind record, um, probably from like a, my brother's friend or something like that. It was like I was shown in the light. I was so obsessed with Nirvana. I used to be, my everybody called me Katie growing up and I shortened my name so that it was Kate Barker so that it'd be the same syllables as Kurt Cobain and Kate is like a little close to Kurt and I would paint him and I would go to, I didn't have the internet and I would, go to the library and print out pictures of him to look at when I went home. <laughs> like it's so such a crazy obsession. And I actually didn't, um, I didn't like anyone in school. My friends were always like, you're going to get a crush on somebody. And my one friend like recognized that my, my energy was different. And she was like, you love someone, don't you? And I was like, I do. Um, it's Kurt Cobain. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, he's dead. And I didn't know. No way. Oh, no. <laughs> so I found love and then I lost it. Oh, no. That was my, f- my first love. <laughs> that is hard. Died. Well, just to show you how old I am, I was like 22 oh, I'm when Kurt of, Cobain I'm, died. I'm like, of the age that I should I should have absolutely known that no, he was dead. Oh, you just dead. didn't know. I just <laughs> didn't. I grew up like d- farm country. Like I played we, outside. I mean, I can relate on that because I grew up probably 30 miles from there. Yeah. And deeper farm country yeah you know? yeah yeah yeah. and especially if you're kind of like a weird like solitary kid i always say like it takes like a special kind of weirdo to stay inside and like learn an instrument while the other children are like socializing and playing like yeah. we're like if you're into like if you're like super into anything you have to be i feel like kind of there's something fucking wrong with you if you're if you're gonna be i always found that the stuff that people thought you were a weirdo for when you were younger mm-hmm. is the stuff that I value as an adult. Oh, yeah. And those people that gave me shit about when I was younger have none of, and they're joyless, and I'm not. So, <gasps> Oh, no. Come on. You got to come from a piece, a place of, of compassion for these folks. They might, I'm sure they have yeah, got some good. I don't know. I'm j- I've been trying to kill. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's noticeable, but I got bullied a bit when yeah. I, was, when I oh. was younger. Oh, you know? yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. And I have a really, really very intense like inner bully like i am so <laughs> yeah. mean to myself oh yeah oh uh, yeah actually you know it's, i am mean i'm certainly meaner to myself than yeah. i'll ever be to any other person ever i recently yeah. went through this thing where i was able to like work from a place of compassion um come to a to a full like like know it in my soul piece like part of of forgiveness and acceptance and and empathy for um, a situation that I thought I never would be able to do that with. And after I did it, I noticed that I was moving throughout the world um, with that for people. Cause if I can do it for the situation that was the worst, then, and that falls off, then it's like really easy to do with other people. Um, and, uh, it, it it feels like a little bit like like empty. I'm like, oh, did I lose an emotion? But like, but I'm finding that I'm not quick to judge people. I'm not quick to like look for for the bad and and just try to like accept and and know that I don't know what's going on with anyone else. Um, I feel like I had a greater point. <laughs> <laughs> 
we we always feel that we have greater points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Every time that you think you're you reached it, you gotta understand that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the joy of living, is yeah. that, you know. Because if you reach that that point, then you're all done. But uh, it does bring us, I guess, we're back. Or you got it? I found right. it. Um, right. Yeah. So the uh, uh, I was in therapy today, and I we kind of came to like, holy shit, that inner critic that like. Um, there's no way that I can actually like be in the compassion position fully until I have it for myself. Like there's no way that I can operate that safely, like, or maybe not safely, but like to its fullest effect until I am not treating myself with that judgment. All right. Yeah. I mean, I guess that that's, uh, a fairly old adage, you know, <laughs> like you got to love yourself before, but uh, yeah, but that's certainly a a deeper level of yeah. looking at it. So, I think my songwriting, like pre therapy, was more of that outlet, and it was it was I was I was so vulnerable. Like I said things I now I don't regret, but I'm like, whoa, I didn't approach that right. safely for myself. I just spilled the beans, and like, do you know what trauma dumping is? no it's like when you when you start talking about something traumatic in front of other people um without like any like warning or getting consent like we do that we do that a lot we do that we do that i would say even like energetically we just kind of go around like dumping our things on other people right um especially on social media yeah yeah and and i and art is certainly a space to to work through things but um but looking back at at where like what i had done and what i had said through music i feel like whoa that was a too vulnerable and b potentially a little bit of of trauma dumping like i did a disservice to myself and potentially others although i yeah i don't know it's a it's a, it's maybe a little too over analytical <laughs> or, or that self critic coming in yeah. and being like, I mean, those You're are two things that I usually <laughs> am over analytical and, uh, my own worst critic, but, yeah. but, uh, we were going to play a song yes. that has Ooh. maybe something to do with some it trauma. Sure does. Um, <laughs> so do you want to talk a little bit about the song or you want to yeah. roll right into it and then talk about it after we can do, um, so, you know, I, I can, uh, actually, let me let's do it after just so people hear it without like yeah, yeah. having and heard. Then we'll, then yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Talk about it after. All right. So hold on. We'll be uh we'll be right back and we'll we'll wrap it up with uh with Kate Barker or Caitlin Barker. Hey, whatever. It's all good. With Kate Cobain. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've had I've actually had people come to that naturally, like as a nickname for me. Oh, no so I'm like, yes, I have created, I perpetuated <laughs> this. All right. So we'll be right back <laughs> on Unsigned Five Weddings. <laughs>
right, so that was Candy Ambulance, Tromantic, and uh, I'm here with Caitlin Barker, and we're going to talk a little bit about the, the meaning of, I want to I want to know the meaning of the, the title of mm-hmm. the song. It comes, it definitely comes from a place of self-reflection on how I dealt with romantic relationships, uh, bef- like prior to having like worked out certain traumas. So like chasing down people that would um, reinforce things that I thought were how you love somebody or express love, but were actually the opposite. Right. Um, And I, at the, at that point in my life, I had worked through um, having been in a couple of, of really rough and impactful relationships. And, uh, and then I was like almost creating a bunch of like mischief in my life for this one person that I really wanted to date who was, I knew into me, but rejecting me because they were in a relationship was so fully what they should have been doing right. being moral. <laughs> um, so the song was definitely just me kind of examining, okay, like I'm behaving in this way. It's, it's around drinking. It's around, um, like trying to, trying to fill in some old wounds. You're t- like, I was taking a different approach with it. I was like choosing a safer person, but also like maybe becoming the more toxic right. person. Um, and yeah, so it's pretty much just like, and the content is like, Hey, I'm out. I'm drinking. We've got, I got $47 in my pocket. Fuck it, baby. We can spend it all like, um, like get drunk with me. Let's make some bad choices. I'm feeling lucky. I take a shot like in that I'm taking my shot with this person, but also like we're drinking. And I, I love that song because I feel like it's one of the most self-actualized or like or or concise songs that i've written where i'm like i meant i meant every word start to finish i didn't fill anything in like it was genuine and i think sometimes a friend of mine actually i sent him something that i was working on and um he was like oh i love i love the hook it's so it's so genuine um but the verse is just you're not talking from yourself you're fill, you're you're filling it in I and i was like shit you're totally right and Getting i had still no 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 that's what i wanted um he's a poet so i, I think he's oh, okay. used to like that kind of like analysis of of work um but yeah yeah and i haven't i still haven't even used it because um but but i love the 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 chorus that i came up with um was I sing about violence while you sing about porch swings. You take home more than me for keeping it boring. <laughs> um, and I, th- yeah, I still don't know how to use it. So if anybody is listening and they're like, <laughs> I have a good idea for some verses. Okay. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, it was just kind of me taking a, a shot at men. Sorry. <laughs> hey, sometimes, you know, sometimes we deserve it. Well, just that, yeah, I mean, there's still, there's still like a ton of sexism, um, especially touring yeah yeah and it's 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 isolating out on the road um because it's it there it's so micro but but just because i've as a woman have been putting up with it for my whole life i think i fly off the handle a little bit more in the in the one place where i i know i deserve respect i obviously deserve respect in all aspects as as everyone fucking does but this one, I at least have the confidence to have enough of a backbone about it. And I get 
like disproportionately pissed at like a slight that's something i gotta work out in therapy i gotta take that to therapy with me <laughs> <laughs> all right well before we get down a uh, a very uh we'll, we'll we'll end it on a high note yeah so caitlin i want to thank you candy ambulance um obviously john and jesse are not here but they're also super rock stars um you know i don't want a fanboy, but oh. i but i will say that i i am a fan of your band and have been for multiple years Yay. and, and uh, hard boiled is like one that. of my I listen to that shit all the time oh, like all yeah. the time I think uh-huh. Bull, Bulldog's probably my favorite yeah it's Adam. the it's the it's the single for sure yeah I mean <laughs> it's just I, I don't know I love I love everything that's about, about Jesse that's you, about me and Jesse it, breaking up yeah really, oh my God. <laughs> we were like no doubt pretty much all the like sad right. breakup songs are about Jesse the bassist <laughs> you're like no doubt <laughs> I can't wait to Gwen Stefani those fuckers just <laughs> yeah. get I'm just gonna get famous as shit and leave them the, yeah. they can eat my you'll, dust you'll, you'll be doing hip hop songs <laughs> and, uh, <yeah>. so, <laughs> um, but anyway so sorry guys um so i just want to again thank you for having me here and everybody keep an eye out for candy ambulance they're doing huge things mm-hmm. i'll link to all your socials thank you um but i definitely suggest uh, people check you out if they have not and uh i guess i guess that is it well so. actually oh. <laughs> i'm taking over um we were just listening to Tromantic. if you liked the song you should check out the music video it was shot by our incredibly talented friends at chromoscope pictures cool. So if you're looking for somebody to do some video work for you, I would hit them up. Chromoscope um, and Merck Films is also doing some really, really incredible stuff cool. at the moment. Um, and then uh, I don't you don't have to put this in at all, but I just I have to ask the um, the orange hats. What's with the orange hats? Not what's with them. I mean, I, gu- um, I guess it, it's I, I've said it before. It stems okay. from. My uh, fear of being forgotten. Oh my god! So I, I have a, uh, I have a. I mean, it's not like this huge fear, no, but I, I do feel. I've. It's always been a thing of mine that I always feel like when I meet somebody, it, you know, if I meet somebody for the first time and then I see them a second time, even if it's just a mere couple of days later, I would always be like, they're not going to remember who I am. They're not going to know who I am. So, um, the orange hat makes me stand out, and yeah. people remember it. Yeah. That's, that's cool. literally the that was and I like the color orange because I like Halloween colors. Yeah, and black is my other color, yeah. and orange goes well with black. No, that was that's like ultra vulnerable. That's so cool. Yeah. I th- that, thanks for sharing that. <laughs> um, I have the opposite of I have a, a fucking extreme fear of forgetting people, and it makes me uh, forget people because I'm not present when I'm meeting them. So I'm I'm a bartender, um, and 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 being the band as well, like. Also, I have my hair. My hair is usually pretty crazy. Like I'll, I, I used to shave it. I had a mohawk, or not like a, fo- you know, like the right. like to the side thing. Like I was the undercut, something. I don't know what it's called. I some <laughs> some guy in New Hampshire <laughs> did it to me at a party. Like Sweet. probably with his ball trimming scissors. <laughs> um, but. Cause I'm I'm so cool. I'm a really cool girl. Right. I'm down for whatever. You're like ball scissors. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. A pick me, pick me. <laughs> I call myself manic pick me dream girl. <laughs> I'm pretty fucking lame. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so I I oftentimes reintroduce myself to people, leading in with like I'm so sorry if we've met before, which is so fucking pretentious but like i and i only mean that from the place of 
I bartend. I play in a band. Right. See a lot I of faces. Meet, yeah, I meet people all like the, like my my livelihood is all just meeting people. So I'm tr- like I think I'm coming from <laughs> this like place of like let me give it a caveat that like I meet a lot of people, right. but instead it just probably comes off as like I'm a so if i've ever if i've ever done that to you and it was offensive please know that i was just anxiety and if you ever question my fashion choice just know (laughs) it's coming from a a a steam issue (laughs) (laughs) and then like i said then i just leaned into it with the shoelaces uh when on my bass i have neon orange bass strings I love, super I love fun to stick out. I mean, the V, yeah. I, I got to show it to you. And yeah. then I'm also like, I was like strictly Doc Martens for a long time okay. for shows. And now I'm my Nike Air Maxes. Like I just, I gotta, gotta Comfort. stand out in that <laughs> yeah. way. I'm going to wear them every day, <laughs> like every single show. This is the phase we're in. Yeah, and the reason I got the, <laughs> the orange baseball cap is literally because I'm like, I don't want to like I'm cool with the color, but I don't want to be stuck wearing the fucking pork pie hat forever. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I like the hat, like it's comfortable, like I like it, but I don't want to, you know, and I yeah. want to just be the fucking dude wearing like the retirement hat. Yeah, you know? I'm like, um, you want to know what's funny? I couldn't remember what that hat was called, and I'm like, I was explaining it to my boyfriend. I was like, because he worked merch at the show, and I was like, he was the guy with the orange fedora. <laughs> it's not a fedora; I it's know. a pork pie. Fed- I, I go with the. I was like, you might remember him. He was the yeah. guy with the orange fedora. Yeah, fedoras, fedoras are for like 24 year old nerds. Pork pies are for like but 60 year old nerds. Who's, you know? who's, a, who's a who's got an orange fedora who right. is that person like right. i gotta meet that guy yeah, i love true. him we'll i gotta to cradle his inner child <laughs> orange fedora and yeah, no, it's a pork pie but and also a baseball hat but yeah the orange helps me stick out yeah oh, that's cool all right well um this has been the funnest episode Whoa, ever so you. uh i'm gonna thank you again and i think <laughs> It's going to be the longest episode oh too. No. Which is, no, it's awesome. That's <laughs> the best thing about this is that I have no rules. Ooh, you know? like, there's no there's no there's no rules. So, and I'll probably edit out a bunch of the stupid shit that yeah. I said earlier. <laughs> anyway, it has been a super fun episode. Um, again, thank you so much for having me out, Caitlin Barker, Candy Ambulance, and uh, I'm Andy Scullin. This is Unsigned Five One Eight, and I'll see you on the road. Thank you. Unsigned 518 is produced in conjunction with Nippertown. You can find new episodes here every week on nippertown.com. If you are a band or musician in the 518 area code and would like to be on Unsigned 518, shoot me an email at unsigned518 at gmail.com. I'm your host, Andy Scullin. I'll be back next week with another episode of Unsigned 518. Thanks for listening.